0: This is Puritan's Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode two of Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan.
1: And I will go back to my place,
0: said Obstinate.
1: I will be no companion of such misled, fantastical fellows.
0: Now, I saw in my dream that when Obstinate was gone back, Christian and Pliable went talking over the plain, and thus they began.
2: Come, neighbor pliable, how do you do? I am glad you are persuaded to go along with me. Had even obstinate himself but felt what I have felt of the powers and terrors of what is yet unseen, he would not thus lightly have given us the back.
1: Come, neighbor Christian, since there are none but us two here, tell me now further what the things are and how to be enjoyed whither we are going.
2: I can better understand them with my mind than speak of them with my tongue. But yet, since you are desirous to know... I will read of them in my book.
1: And do you think that the words of your book are certainly true?
2: Yes, verily, for it was made by him that cannot lie. Well said! What things are they? There is an endless kingdom to be enjoyed, an everlasting life to be given us, that we may live in that kingdom forever.
1: Well said, and what else?
2: There are crowns of glory to be given us, and garments that will make us shine like the sun in the sky.
1: This is very pleasant. And what else?
2: There shall be no more crying nor sorrow, for he that is owner of the place will wipe all tears from our eyes.
1: And what company shall we have there?
2: There we shall be with seraphims and cherubims, creatures that shall dazzle your eyes to look on them. There also you shall meet with thousands and ten thousands that have gone before us to that place. None of them are hurtful but all loving and holy, every one walking in the sight of God and standing in his presence with acceptance for ever. In a word, there we shall see the elders with their golden crowns. There we shall see the holy women with their golden harps. There we shall see men that by the world were cut in pieces, burnt in flames, eaten of beasts, drowned in the seas, for the love they bear to the Lord of the place, all well and clothed with everlasting life as with a garment.
1: The hearing of this is enough to delight one's heart. But are these things to be enjoyed? How shall we get to be sharers thereof?
2: The Lord, the governor of the country, hath written that in this book, the substance of which is, if we be truly willing to have it, he will bestow it upon us freely.
1: Well, my good companion, glad am I to hear of these things. Come on, let us mend our pace.
2: I cannot go so fast as I would by reason of this burden that is on my back.
0: Now I saw in my dream that just as they had ended this talk, they drew nigh to a very miry slough or swamp that was in the midst of the plain, and they, being heedless, did both fall suddenly into the bog. The name of the slough was Despond. Here, therefore, they wallowed for a time being Grievously bedaubed with the dirt, and Christian, because of the burden that was on his back, began to sink into the mire. Then said Pliable, Ah,
1: neighbor Christian, where are you now?
0: Truly, said, I do not know. At this, Pliable began to be offended, and angrily said to his fellow,
1: Is this the happiness you told me all this while of? If we have such ill speed, At our first setting out, what may we expect between this and our journey's end? May I get out again with my life. You shall possess the brave country alone for me.
0: And with that, he gave a desperate struggle or two and got out of the mire on that side of the swamp, which was next to his own house. So away he went, and Christian saw him no more. Wherefore, Christian was left to tumble in the slough of despond alone. But still, he tried to struggle to that side of the slough which was farthest from his own house and next to the wicket gate, the which he did, but could not get out because of the burden that was upon his back. But I beheld in my dream that a man came to him, whose name was Help, and asked him what he did there. Sir, said Christian,
2: I was bid to go this way by a man called Evangelist who directed me also to Yanger Gate, that I might escape the wrath to come. And as I was going there, I fell in here.
3: But why did you not look for the steps?
2: Fear followed me so hard that I fled the next way and fell in.
3: Give me thine hand.
0: So he gave him his hand, and he drew him out, and set him upon solid ground, and bade him go on his way. Then I stepped to him that plucked him out, and said, Sir, wherefore, since over this place is the way from the city of destruction to yonder gate, is it that this place is not mended, that poor travellers might go thither more safely? And he said unto me,
3: This miry slough is such a place as cannot be mended. It is the hollow whither the scum and filth that go with the feeling of sin, do continually run, and therefore it is called the slough of despond. For still, as the sinner is awakened by his lost condition, There arise in his soul many fears and doubts and discouraging alarms, which all of them get together and settle in this place, and this is the reason of the badness of the ground. It is not the pleasure of the king that this place should remain so bad. His laborers also have, by the direction of his majesty's surveyors, been for about these sixteen hundred years employed about this patch of ground. If perhaps it might have been mended, yea, and to my knowledge." Here have been swallowed up at least 20,000 cartloads. Yea, millions of wholesome teachings that have all at seasons been brought from all places of the king's dominions, and they that can tell say they're the best materials to make good ground of the place. If so be it might have been mended, but it is the slew of still, and so will be when they have done what they can." True there are, by the direction of the lawgiver, certain good and substantial steps, placed even through the very midst of this slough. But at such time as this place doth much spew out its filth, as it doth against change of weather, these steps are hardly seen, or if they be, men, through the dizziness of their heads, step aside, and then they are bemired to purpose, notwithstanding the steps be there, but the ground is good when they are got in at the gate.
0: Now I saw in my dream that by this time Pliable was got home to his house, so his neighbors came to visit him. Some of them called him wise man for coming back, and some called him a fool for risking himself Christian. Others again did mock at his cowardliness, saying, Surely, since you began to venture, I would not have been so base to have given out for a few difficulties. So Pliable sat sneaking among them, but at last he got more confidence and then they all turned their tails and began to abuse poor Christian behind his back and thus much concerning Pliable. This concludes episode two of John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress.